Tim, good morning, and thanks for having me on. Uh, why? Why are you running? Well, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. As, as you mentioned a moment ago, I was uh, runner-up in the Secretary of State's race in 2018, and that's not why I'm running. I never thought that I would throw my hat in the ring again. Uh, we all looked at uh, Mr. Raffensperger and, and our new secretary and wished him well, um, but unfortunately it's been an absolute disaster. You know, the, the most important thing with elections is having confidence and people having confidence in that election system. Uh, and, and really, you know, that's what uh, what has crumbled here. And I think we've got to get in there and fix that. The um, the way you do that uh, is you got you got to start at the very bottom uh, with with the uh, with mail in ballots and figuring out how to make sure people have confidence in the system. Again. Yeah, I want to talk specifics on that as we move along here. But I want to address something that you said yesterday, in your campaign kickoff remarks there in Alpharetta. And I, I'm paraphrasing here and clean up any mess I might make. But you basically and I thought it was really interesting the way you laid it out. You said there's a there's a best case. There's a second best case and there's a worst case. You know, we're in worst case now. You said the best case is you can prove that you had a, a secure election a fair and fraud-free election. Second best case is you can prove you didn't, and then, of course, go about fixing what went wrong. You say we have worst case, which is that we simply don't know whether it was fair or foul. Uh, flesh that out for us. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly exactly right in that, uh, you know, we, you, people ask you all the time, like, well, do you think the election was stolen? And, and the sad part is we, we don't know. You know, we can't prove it was stolen. We can't prove it was fair. And, uh, you know, you hear a lot of folks uh, on the left uh, talk about voter suppression and how uh, voter suppression is just the burden of having to present a photo ID to vote or having to vote more than once every 12 years or stand in line more than 10 minutes. Uh, that's not voter suppression, not in my book. <laughs> voter suppression is when people, in this case thousands of Georgians, refuse to participate or condone a process um, and, and an election system that won't distinguish between valid votes and invalid votes. So many questions were raised in this last election just based on how uh, mail-in ballots alone uh, were handled, from drop boxes, which were a new invention that were unmonitored with no reliable chain of custody, uh, to the, the, uh, the, the sending of absentee ballot applications to every valid an invalid voter in the state of Georgia, just really alerting people as to which votes, if turned in, would be counted. So, so many things have drawn very reasonable questions in people's minds, and that's when you get true voter suppression. Well, I want to talk about a couple of things you said there. Uh, David Bellisle, of course, candidate now for Secretary of State, Republican, would face Ruff, uh, Raffensperger, Brad Raffensperger, also Congressman Jody Heiss. Uh, you talked about proving that the election is fair. It, isn't the burden of proof on those who say it isn't? Isn't the burden of proof on those who claim fraud? Don't they have to go out and demonstrate there was fraud? How do I prove there wasn't? Well, you remember that there's two things that happen in elections. One is we take a count uh, based on the methods that we have of who voted for who, and that's important. And, and we want it to be fair. We want it to be certain. The other side of that is having people have confidence in the system. You know, you're, you know, we talk about all the time a state or a, or a, uh, or a nation that is, is by the consent of the governed. Well, you can't have the consent of the governed if the governed don't feel confident that their vote will be counted the way it should be. And right now we have a crisis of confidence in the state of Georgia. But isn't that kind of endemic? Didn't we have that from the Democrats when they lost elections? I mean, can't each side, can't the winning side simply point at the losing side and say this is sour grapes? Well, I think, you know, the, 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 
importance of voter confidence becomes more and more important as the margin between the two parties gets more narrow. You know, in the past, we've had, you know, we've always, there's always been a certain percentage of fraud that has happened, and there's always been concern, as there should be. Um, but as those numbers get closer, it becomes more and more important to get it right. And instead of getting it more right, we got it more wrong in terms of creating that certainty, creating that confidence in our election system. You mentioned, David Bell, Al, you mentioned unmonitored drop boxes. My understanding of the state law is that they are required to be monitored. There are a couple of things. They're supposed to be on government property, and they're supposed to be under surveillance, video surveillance. My understanding is that, at least in Athens, that's exactly how we did it here. If there's evidence that that was not happening in other places, isn't somebody breaking the law, and shouldn't we be pursuing it that way? Yeah, it's also the law that you're not supposed to vote if you're not registered to vote in Georgia. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, this and this was not, to, to be to be clear, this was not a law. This was a uh, election board rule because uh, drop boxes to date have not been permitted by state law. Um, but yes, across the state, um, you know, these these drop boxes were not monitored. We had one here uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia, which was not monitored, and there certainly was no chain of custody. And you've got to close those gaps if you're going to be able to supply the necessary confidence in the system. Uh, let me be clear where you would go with this. Should we continue to use drop boxes or should they go away? My preference would be that to have no drop boxes. Now, if we did have drop boxes, what I would want to push for is what I understand the Florida system is. And the Florida drop box is a much better system. Uh, essentially, it's like an ATM machine where you, in order to deposit a ballot, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your ballot. You can do it for your mother or mother-in-law or something like that. But you have to put your driver's license in there. And so every ballot has a chain as to who deposited that ballot. And if you see one driver's license that put in 50 ballots, then we need to start asking questions. <laughs> Wait a minute. I would physically um, put in, I don't understand. I would physically put in my driver's license? That's in order to, to deliver a ballot. Uh, in the floor, this is how I understand. Oh, it, it would swing sort of like box. an sort of like a debit card or some card yeah, in the like, machine. Okay, I'm not losing my driver's right. license. I'm not surrendering no, no, it. I'm no, just no. okay. All right. But you just know who deposited sure. that okay. ballot, right. and it, and it, you can see patterns. If you know yeah. someone sure. put five ballots in and they're not in the same household, then, then it's probably time for someone to give that person a call and see what's going on. I want to talk about the politics of this race uh, and, and as it shapes up now. We're, we'll assume, and I don't know that this is a given, but let's just assume that Brad Raffensperger wants another term. Uh, already three of you now. Uh, he is in it and or would be. Uh, Jody Heiss says he is. We'll talk with the congressman here in a few minutes. And you, uh, Congressman Heiss, already with and claiming the support of uh, former President Trump, I, I kind of distilled it earlier, and I like to oversimplify things probably. Okay, this comes down to Trump, not Trump. Uh, well, we got not Trump in the person of Brad Raffensperger. We have Trump in the person of Jody Heiss. Where does David Bell Isle fit in? Well, well, President Trump hasn't met me yet, so uh, he hasn't had a chance to weigh in on me. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not endorsements that decide who our elected officials are going to be. Uh, Trump endorsed Brad Raffensperger, if we recall. Um, so, you know, it's really about weighing the candidates and here's the, uh, you know, I, and I don't, I don't, you know, I've met Jody Heiss and, and I, I wish him the best. Uh, but here's the thing with this office, you know, there's a lot of offices you can hold and Congress is one of them where all you need is an opinion. Uh, and that's great. As long as you vote by the opinion that you got elected on, that's fantastic. But then there are also offices where it's not enough to just have an opinion. You've got to have some executive experience. And I believe Alpharetta is the best-run city in the state. 
and, and it is a multidiscipline office that's actually larger than the Office of Secretary of State. And I think that's the kind of experience, being a lawyer, having that executive experience, and being able to fight for election integrity. Um, that's what we need in this office. David Bell, our candidate for Secretary of State. Uh, circle back to some of the election reform legislation still being proposed and argued beneath the Gold Dome in Atlanta. The end of no-excuse absentee voting. Now, it looks like no-excuse absentee voting is going to survive, should it? I don't think so. No, in fact, it should not. And, and the reason being is that uh, I think, personally, I think that Mail-in ballot is an extreme remedy on voting. I think it, you know, it has its place certainly for overseas military voting. For those who uh, are unable to physically get to the polls, uh, there's there's definitely reasons for that. But as such, it, it it's to me it's an extraordinary remedy when it comes to voting. And you've got, you know, as of today, most jurisdictions have 16 days that you can vote in present in person, um, and uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> You know, if, if the uh, Senate Bill 202 gets passed, that, that might actually be increased uh, to 17 days. Um, so the, the point being is that you, you can find 17 days to vote in person for most people. And so re- eliminating the no excuse uh, on the absentee ballot I don't think is a hindrance, and I think actually it provides the voter certainty and the security uh, that we all want to see. Now, in how elections. on earth, though, do you put the toothpaste back in the tube on this one? Uh, on the on the no on excuse what? absentee voting mail in voting. Well, I mean the uh, you mean you mean to put, to apply that? Yeah, I mean people like this. People voted. I, I was one of them. Millions of people voted this way. How do you how do you stop it now? I, I don't. I, I think you just. I mean, it, it changed before. It can change again. Um, I, I think you got to weigh the importance of voters, uh, voter confidence, and I think voter confidence in this case outweighs the convenience on that. All right, uh, David Bellisle, former Alpharetta mayor, current candidate for Secretary of State, would run in a Republican primary in 2022 next year, which, no kidding, folks, ain't that far away. I'm sure we'll talk again between now and then. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Tim, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.